You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Well, Amazon Prime, they finally did it. They finally made the best comic book adaptation in existence. I'm surprised. And you know what? Thankfully, it wasn't like the the last uh, Why the Last Man that Brian K. Vaughn did. Uh, that's you know beloved. It was a you know it was definitely a, a strikeout for for that show. But Paper Girls, you finally fucking nailed it. Oh wait, I'm some alternate universe. I think that uh i'm talking about now no uh uh no paper girls is just it's it's just fine so that's the review for uh paper girls thank you guys for joining us so much and uh we'll talk to you later but actually before we do let's uh talk to a few other people about the the new tv series paper girls based on brian k vaughn and cliff chang's uh popular graphic novel series which i personally do love uh my name is Wright, and i have with me to talk about it today i have jordan Hello. I personally love the series as well. I reread all six trades. And we have Ben. And I love it too, though I will admit I am the stinker here who's only up to book four, but of trade four. But what are you going to do? You know, somebody's got to catch up at some point. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if there's still so much to, to go through with the you know volume five and six. And what's so strange about the, the comic is that I will say, like, I it kept me guessing the entire time of how it was actually going to land because there was moments, definitely in the last part of the the book series, where like, where the how the fuck are they going to fix all this? Like, I there's like no end in sight, and they do, and they stick the landing really, really well for a show or also a, a story that is heavily involved with alternate universes and uh, time travel and all this kind of crazy crap and dinosaurs. Uh, I was very pleasantly surprised and loved the the comic series. But let's talk about the TV show that Amazon just released a couple of weeks ago, all in the same day, mind you. It was kind of a, a binger. But um, it what the story is about, <clears throat> if you haven't guessed, Paper Girls, but like Paper Boys, that the, it, back in 1988, uh, one day after Halloween, November 1st, uh, it stars uh, four girls, Tiff, played by uh, Cameron Jones and Aaron, Riley uh, Lai-Nelate, uh, and then Mac, uh, Sophia Rosinski, and KJ uh, Fina-Straza. Basically, they all meet each other at 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, ready to send out uh, papers and throw them over, you know, throw them uh, you know, in front of the houses like uh, normal people paper people would and uh but Erin is the newest uh to the the job itself she's trying to become a little bit more independent and get away from like the the comfort of her own house and with her mom and uh wouldn't you know it <laughs> crazy shenanigans ensue right after that almost immediately with time traveling um 
uh, it's people from a completely different uh, timeline, like way, way into the future. And they get sucked into this whole crazy, crazy story where they're basically f- uh, helping fight this war between the STF, which is uh, the I forget the something underground. But anyway, they're the basically the new younger people and the old like space time force. Space Time Force, I think that's what it was. Uh, and then the Old Watch, which are these... Uh, it's basically the the system in place that is trying to keep the timeline together. You've seen it in Loki. You, you got it. Boom. There you go. Now, um, all these things start to ensue to where they uh, go into the future. They also meet some of their future selves, and they go kind of back and forth in a couple of different uh, time periods. And they're just learning what it is to become who they are. Some Some of the characters have revelations about themselves because they see themselves in the future their older self which i thought was still done well uh that they did very well in the the comic and uh and a, a couple of uh, the, ex- the 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 expectations that these younger selves have for themselves when they see the older selves they are kind of let down sometimes and it's really engaging and but sometimes in the end you know redundant and getting a little boring Overall, I got to say, one of the biggest things for them is I do love the core cast. I actually think all the girls are great. I especially loved Finestraza as KJ. Mm-hmm. I think she gets so much nuance in every one of her scenes. And I got to say, like, my biggest complaint in this whole entire show is I, Jordan, I think you can even, you know, probably understand this experience better than some of us of, like, the expression and understanding of gay panic that she goes through here mm. is great. I just wish they gave us the payoff that was so clearly like they had like four perfect scenes to the payoff or where that needs to happen. Yeah. With I'm not going to spoil anything if you haven't read the books, but we don't get those. And I'm like, I kind of get it. But it's like on top of everything else they were pulling back, which clearly were budget pullbacks, I think, for a lot of the show. Sure. It's like you couldn't at least give us that great character moment because they're throwing a real mix of anything from like the whole entire book series and then making a whole lot more new shit up. Yeah, that I will say KJ was my favorite character in the comics and mm-hmm. she is definitely my favorite character here and I do agree with Ben. The uh, the casting of all four titular paper girls amazing. I I, I honestly believe the, they were the characters come to life and their chemistry was great and yeah, gee, the gee, the lesbian who went to film school relates to the lesbian who wants to film school. I don't mean to blow your mind, but but you no, know, I, I I do agree with what Ben says. Like th- there were some perfect moments there, but I will say I I I didn't mind that. What I will say, my biggest problem is, yeah, this show is kind of sanded down. Like they took yeah. the file to it and just took some of the corners off. Now I knew it's like I I I would at least like some of the absurd weirdness that the comic had that made it charming and engaging, you know, that just made it exciting. None of that really the closest we get is like a giant robot and the weird Ronald Reagan uh, oh, dream sequences, dreams. yeah. But yeah, I, I just wish Amazon had given them more than a budget to, to, to really sink their teeth into. What I will say is there are changes that I actually think do help benefit the show. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I do enjoy, like, I enjoy uh, how changed uh, Tiffany's story is. Sure. I mean, it, it, it's still, I mean, the core, I mean, the core of it from the comics is more or less there. I just like that the, I just like the new route it's taken. It, it, it's, it's, it's good that they still stuck with some of the more headier ideas and, and concepts with uh, the old watch and the STF and uh, the fight between those two factions. And uh, they, there, there's some things that, um, you know, when, when people or when comics like this are adapted or books or whatever, and it's, you know, really heady or really crazy or wacky and surreal, kind of like how paper girls, the, the comic is a lot of times is um, they, they tend to like what you're saying, Jordan, like sand it down and they, they do it well enough. Like they take some things out and not go too, too wacky with it, which, you know, spoiler, we'll see in season two. Um, but uh, I I think that they're trying to make it as palatable as possible for like a general audience. And I get that. I get I, I was just also like not looking forward to all the Stranger Things comparisons because this comic came out well before Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't really see that much, uh, like with the nostalgia bait stuff. I see it every now and then, but I, it, it wasn't as overwhelming as I thought it was going to be. And when people are trying to compare it to like Stranger Things, when they have to pare things down, I get that. Narratively, it's a weird and wild comic to make. Nonetheless, like, look by trade three, it's like which they're jumping all around. It's like you've gone to so many different locales. Like I can imagine the budget concerns and jumping on yeah. that. And I get paring down some of like the you know the special effects, but I got to say like, look, you know, all, I think all of us can agree the first trade is like what really hooks you in, and it's a fantastic introduction to this world and this craziness. And that's basically what the first episode is. And I really feel like they lost a lot of that. It yeah. doesn't have as much of the darkness. There's a you know uh, you know for you know warning. There's a threat of suicide in there. There is craziness and you get to see more of like the ship and stuff like that and how they teleport. Instead, it's like they just have a weird cut in the show where suddenly they're in another time. And it's just like, wait, this isn't explained. At least in the comic, there's a weird, great, you know, uh, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey thing that happens at how they're here. And it's great. But instead, we just end up in another time. They have no idea what's going on. And we don't either. Like if you hadn't read the comic, you wouldn't be able to go what this is what happened. It's a weird gap in the story. Yeah, I do agree, and I thought, and I really did like the first episode. I thought it was a decent enough yeah. adaptation, but yeah, it was missing uh, some core things. What I will say is, like, one change I uh, I did welcome was the characterization of Prius's Prius. Oh, Prius, yeah, yeah, Prius, played by a, a yeah Adina Porter, uh, who was really good, and I will say. Uh, once again, in top-notch casting, Ali Wong as the adult version of Aaron. Of Aaron, yeah. I thought that was a very smart choice. <laughs> yes, and Jason Manzukis as the character of Grandfather. Like, and I even found out uh, Jason Manzukis was a big fan of the comics and I believe lent that. them to Ali Wong while on set on for something, and, well, that's how it led to this. Like, I'm a huge Jason Manzukis fan, and, like, honestly looking at him and remembering the grandfather character in the comic was like wow he is kind of perfect casting but then he started saying and doing certain things i'm just like "Ah, that 
granted, now I'm comparing it to the comic, and that's not necessarily fair, and I get what his role is in the TV show. It just, I don't know. I I like him, but I also don't think he's the greatest actor in the world. <laughs> I mean, I like him, and I know. He, he fits a certain, uh, you know, uh, peg of, you know, a character you'd, you'd expect, yeah. like... You know, uh, you know what he did as Adrian Pimento on Brooklyn Nine Nine, or as Rafi on The League. But right. I also do think, like when he's like a little bit more downplayed, like as that, you know, Cologne guy uh, in Parks and Recreation. Like he is a bit more, uh, you know, turned down here. But I actually think it works. I think he's actually really good here. Yeah, he's um hmm. he he feels like he's supposed to try to change up the look of the of the uh the old timers. That he's supposed to be, you know, the the one that's like, yeah, but also look how absurd they are cuz he made prior is so much more of a menace than we even made a lot of the old timers in the comics. Now we're going to make him show kind of the absurdity of their stance and you know how much they're so, you know, hung up on the past. Like that menacing scene that he has with the girls in the last episode. I think that's so great. That scene with the tape, I'm just like that. Oh, sure. I think he nailed that. Like, he made that exactly what I think he needed to. Well, the the one, I guess the, the biggest thing that I, I have an issue with the the show uh, overall is that the writer and creator of the show, uh, Stephanie Folsom, I, th- this is something I have, like, issues with, um, with, with stories that, um, that, all they it seems like all they want to do to either be funny or uh or just to do it just to do it is like the and i'm not a you know against cursing at all but it just seemed like they were using that as a crutch a lot of the times just saying like say fuck as much as possible and uh and it's like this is lazy writing and kind of just not good i mean the kids were were very foul mouth i mean especially the character of mac who is oh sure I was, say, in the comic, I was just style. looking through my uh, trade four when they meet the woman in like ancient times, they put the voice translator on her neck. And the first thing she says is basically what the fuck? Like literally sure. it's the comic. I can't fault her. But, for writing but, like that but speaking of Mac, work. one change I did like was I like that. It kept her character arc more of the same, but I did like mm-hmm. the, adi- the addition. I was like, uh, the stuff of her and her, uh, older brother in, 2019 yeah i I actually thought that was a very welcomed change and really helped to flesh out her character and i also really like the actor who played her older brother it again it it really uh speaks much so much and it's like i could actually even see that possibly having happened in the comic it's it's something i really gravitated to but yeah like i said all the girls are absolutely great but yes uh uh, Fina Stranza as KJ, uh, again, just my absolute favorite from both uh, comics and got, the show. I was going to say, like, one of my best scenes, I think, in the whole show is, uh, I think it's episode eight, where it's KJ and Mac at Mac's grave in 1999. Mm-hmm. I think that was and the, so no, 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 good. that was the episode before it. Okay, yeah, but it's such a good scene with them because it plays up both characters so well and like actually shows like the growing chemistry between them. The jokes KJ is making are so good. Awesome. Like seriously, the best black humor I can imagine for there. Like I loved that scene perfectly. Like there's, there's good stuff throughout, but it's like, I feel like when they're finally showing the girls like fully connecting, like Mac opening up, 
is some of the best stuff where it's like, okay, you're understanding these characters and how they have to develop in the comics. Yeah. And I mean, it's partially why I still like this show. It's lacking a lot of the stuff I wanted because if they tried to be more narrative driven, it took them a while to get to like an ending budget thing, but yeah, is just like the characters are so good and the performances are so good that I'm like, I'd like to see you try some more. That'd be, you know, like my last Amazon show I loved that kind of did this was like tales from the loop. And that hasn't gotten a second season. So I'd love, you know, second season of paper girls. Well, here, let's go into the final thoughts. So Ben, why don't you start us off? Yeah, I guess I was kind of already going down that path. Um, it's, <laughs> It's a show that, I mean, honestly, if you didn't read the comic, I think you can really like this. If you did read the comic, yeah, you're going to pull some issues with it and you're going to notice what it's lacking. Honestly, read the comics no matter what. They are stellar. They're gorgeous. If this was a video one, I'd pull up like some of the covers right now and show them because they're so good. But uh, like, I think they get some of that in the show. I love how they do the title card when it shows up in each episode because it is yeah. actually fun. And I think... Besides how good Ali Wong is, I think they really do kind of hit their stride in the later episodes with how kind of awkward and weird being in different times are. And that's, they have some fun with that. So I'm hoping they can find some more of it with what they're doing and what they teased at the end of the last episode. Um, and I hope we get to see more of these characters. And if not, I very much at least hope that these girls uh, get a lot more acting jobs from this because either way, yeah, I think they're all wonderful and Really, really, it's great to see a lot of young actresses that, you know, I want to see more work from because Hollywood's terrible about that. Right. So I'm going to give it, let's say, 8 out of 10 pooping vortexes in the sky. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Jordan, what are your final thoughts? Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if you never read the comic, you can go into the show and like it. But, yeah, I do wish there was a bit more of the show. I, I did end up really liking it. I will say, the soundtrack is fucking great. They know how to pull oh, the sure. hits. Well, especially the... I mean, even from, like, the other time periods they go to. Yeah. Like, they make they make credit sure song every time. All of it is done. Yeah, especially the Bengals' Hazy Shade of Winter in the pilot. <laughs> which I'm, a per I'm personally a big fan of. <laughs> uh, and yeah, all the girls are great. Special shout outs to Sophia Rosinski as Mac and Fenestranza as KJ. I do wish this show was allowed to be a little bit weirder. I really do. Right. I get why there are changes, not just narratively, but in the tone and visualization in and of itself. And like I said, some of the changes from page to screen actually do work. Like Mac's story and how it goes and you know, slight change with KJ's story and uh, Tiffany's. Aaron's more or right. less kept the same and it still works. But yeah, I I do hope there's a second season. Although I will say Yes, this is a time travel show, so do expect some clunky exposition. That was another <laughs> bit of a problem. This sh I, I did have to rewind a few scenes, and I was like, I literally just reread all 30 issues. And by the way, that, and that's another thing for y'all. Do read it. It's completed. So, I'm... I don't know. I'm gonna say... I'm going to be around where Ben was. I'm going to give it six and a half coffee shops, even though I have a perfectly fine coffee maker at home. 
<laughs> it's where you have good talks, okay? Weird furniture, like you're in some poor person's <laughs> dorm. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, like, I think all of us were really big fans of the comic, and um, I was definitely disappointed on um you know other shows that have very high concepts that are based on you know previous material like a comic or a book preacher comes to mind and and definitely why the last man was kind of unbearable but um i i thought this was at least better than most of those and the 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 thing is though is that i still think that the the writing was lacking cuz there are definitely l- like episode lulls uh, we're just like, okay, it, it, what it reminded me of, kind of going back to like the budgetary restrictions that they probably had, because it is a very high concept show. It reminded me of the second season of The Walking Dead in a lot of ways. Granted, I know there's a writer's strike and everything, but I'm just like, okay, when are the fuck are we going to get off the farm? Sometimes, literally. And um, and so I I loved all the, the girls. They were all really, really good. Uh, again, yeah, definitely big shout out to uh, Sophia Rosinski as Mac. I thought she was great. Um and then uh, the character uh, Fina Straza. Yeah, I mean, they're all really good. Um, but uh, there's just like things here and there that just didn't really like hit me as hard as I wanted them to. It definitely surprised me a couple times. And I think I had one good belly laugh. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, if you like time travel shows, you like really fun, uh, like sci-fi shows. Uh, I mean, this it's worth a watch, I would say. Um, I... I'm interested to see if it actually does get picked up for a second season. I haven't heard anything about that just yet, but we will see through time. So, uh, and uh, to shout out what Jordan was talking about, the soundtrack, yeah, was like all bangers. So with that, I'm going to give it um, six, yeah, six, six out of ten mothers uh, from Danzig. Uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Danzig? Anybody? Anyone? Any, Danzig? Mother? Your grandpa. Yeah. 